Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility by a natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naterna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to be doing another nutritional topic in my Why Nutrition Matters series on this podcast leading up to the launch of my Eating for Optimal Fertility course. I just love talking about these topics and they're things that you can take and put into practice right away. And I want you to have these usable tidbits that are free and simple and that you can just take and run with and hopefully more quickly and safely get you closer to having that beautiful baby. So the nutrient spotlight today is on vitamin B12 and what happens with vitamin B12 deficiency and what you can do about it. So vitamin B12 is a water-soluble vitamin which enables the proper functioning of the brain and nervous system. It is also crucial for a million other things that are happening in our body, which we're going to get into. So symptoms of vitamin B12 deficiency are insomnia, constipation, emotional problems, skin problems, dizziness, numbness or tingling of body parts, graying hair before the age of 30, fatigue, weakness, weight loss, vision problems, hearing loss. Really, vitamin B12 could be a culprit in the malfunctioning of a bunch of different things. So if you are feeling off, you may be vitamin B12 deficient. I remember at one point in time I was getting B12 injections and I felt amazing from them. I was like, oh my God. After a while, sort of the novelty wore off. The first couple, I was like, this is the best thing ever. I'm going to keep doing this. And then it didn't really keep providing the same effect. And I noticed that if I just, you know, consumed foods and maybe supplemented a little bit, with it, I, I didn't need to actually inject it into my body also. <laughs> so food for thought, literally and figuratively. So why do we care about vitamin B12 in terms of fertility? Well, it is correlated with lower female and male fertility. So vitamin B12 is a vital component for methylation and it can lead to high homocysteine levels. And homocysteine is this inflammatory byproduct in the body that happens with vitamin B12 deficiency and an imbalance in the carbon metabolism. So a process involving folate, MTHFR, and homocysteine that decreases female fertility and compromises the ability for fertilized embryos to implant themselves or stay in the uterus. High homocysteine levels are associated with a variety of fertility and health problems. Now, I have two copies of the MTHFR gene mutation, and if you've been you know, reading blogs or books or just at this fertility thing for a little while, you're probably very familiar with MTHFR. And I've done a podcast on it also, but essentially it leads to high homocysteine, which is very inflammatory, can cause free radical damage, can damage eggs, damage the ability to have implantation, also damage the ability to keep a pregnancy. So it's implicated in recurrent pregnancy loss or pregnancy loss. 
And MTHFR also makes it so you can't detoxify things well either. It can lead to also clotting of the blood. So high homocysteine, because it's so inflammatory, can th like actually thicken the blood. So it's a problem, and B12 deficiency is very tied together with high homocysteine levels. So B12 deficiency is a problem for other reasons too, which we'll get into, but high homocysteine and B12, the correlation is one of the major things that is kind of like a silent offender in the realm of fertility and one that doesn't get a ton of attention, but that is happening, happening behind the scenes and something that you have a, a reasonable amount of control over. So as I mentioned, the increased chance of miscarriage and in blood clots, and the blood clots can be the thing that leads to more chance of miscarriage. Just like it, it's like basically the fetus is not getting the resources. And, you know, there are these reproductive immunological approaches involving the use of Lovenox, a blood thinner, to help the fetus get blood flow. But there are issues with that too, in that, you know, thinning the blood a lot can actually sometimes be thought to lead to more bleeding or sometimes pregnancy loss if it's not monitored or prescribed correctly. So if we can avoid using Lovenox for so many reasons and use diet and lifestyle, that would be the more safe and, and let's say balanced approach. Vitamin B12 deficiency is also implicated in upsetting regular ovulatory function. So if B12 deficiencies are chronic, women will tend to sometimes have inconsistent ovulatory cycles, and they will also have changes to development of the ovum or the egg and may experience implantation issues. So B12 deficiency is also more prevalent in cases of neural tube defects because of how B12 relates to the folate cycle. So vitamin B12 and the active form of folate methylfolate needed to convert homocysteine into methionine. Without enough vitamin B12, homocysteine begins to rise, leading to the previously mentioned fertility problems, but also methylation issues arise due to low methionine levels. And a growing fetus requires a lot of methylation to coordinate its growth effectively, especially in the nervous system. Without the adequate folate and vitamin B12 levels, there's an increased risk of developing neural tube defects. Now, this is heartbreaking and something that comes up later. And when it comes up later, you're already in it. And so, you know, sometimes there's a termination of a pregnancy later on than you would ever think to be wanting to elect to do that. And sometimes you don't find out until the baby is born. So this is just an awful, awful thing that is preventable in a lot of cases in developed societies where we have access to good nutrition. Male infertility, so women are not the only ones to need to worry about the vitamin B12 deficiency because it is linked to cases of unknown male infertility, especially in those with the MTHFR C677T genetic mutation, that pesky mutation. So vitamin B12 deficiency in men, it can lead to issues generating and maturing healthy sperm. And it can also be associated with premature ejaculation, low motility of sperm, DNA damage in sperm cells, low sperm count, and low libido. In women, as a recap, impaired development of the egg, abnormal ovulation, difficulty implantation, and disruption in normal cell division, recurrent pregnancy loss in the cases of higher homocysteine levels with B12 deficiency. So why would we let this play a role in our journey. And so if you're not into supplementation, I, I could suggest starting with food. 
And some of the foods that B12 is high in are mostly animal foods. So for vegans and vegetarians, it's a little bit trickier. You can get it from some dairy products like eggs and curd, but then we were running into an issue with potentially having lactose intolerance or a bit of an inflammatory response from the dairy products. It is also much higher in animal products like liver, chicken, beef, salmon, or sort of grass-fed beef, clams, oysters, mussels, tuna. As a vegan or vegetarian, you can find it in fortified cereals or fortified some like almond milk. You can you can check that out, and that that wouldn't be in its natural form though. That would be in the in more of a synthetic form. The active synthetic form is called a methylcobalamin, and you can get that as a supplement. I often prescribe prenatals that have a lot of B12 and folate so that you don't have to take something extra, but there are certainly methylfolate type supplements that have B6, B12, and folate for best absorption of those things. The trifecta that fights against homocysteine and that fights against neural tube defects and that helps with healthy development of egg and sperm. So something like that, you can do just like B12 drops on their own or B12 injections, as I mentioned earlier on. But as much as I love supplements, and I do, I love supplements, I love herbs, but I really love nutrition. And I do not suggest taking supplements in place of a balanced diet because our body absorbs things differently when they're from something natural. Like there's a bioavailability and a balance in our system when you get things from a food source that you don't have as much. A supplement isn't always as powerful as we want it to be. So I kind of suggest coming at it from a couple different angles. Like if you don't have MTHFR gene mutation, maybe you can eat the foods rich in the B12 and take a prenatal. If you have the MTHFR, maybe you want a little bit more. But The moral of the story here is make sure you're getting enough B12 because it's a silly thing to be having challenges over. Not to mention the fact that if you get more B12, it will be good for your energy, good for your nervous system, good for you managing stress, good for coordination of your entire nervous system, your muscles, and all of the things. I hope this was helpful. See you next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community, and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.